0: I'm Chris. I'm Adam. I'm Tolfer. Today we're talking about the most common types of microphones, how they work, and what to use them for. All right, uh, so we're jumping right in. Uh, yeah, what do we have for gear
1: news? Um, I, I thought it was interesting uh, since we're doing Mic Week. I, I saw Universal Audio just started making mm-hmm. mics. I saw nice. looks, looks like a looks like a SM7B-ish kind of mic. Okay. SD1. Is that? Is it around the same price point? Uh, actually, surprisingly, yeah. It seemed like it, I, I don't know if it was the same or actually maybe a little cheaper. Okay. But well, uh, I, I think it's more or less just a large broadcast type dynamic mic. Like, but I they made it so that if you have a universal audio interface, they have like special channel strip presets and stuff. So, oh, cool. I don't oh, cool. have one, but probably i'm sure it sounds good though yeah yeah
0: i mean it's universal audio mm-hmm. probably
1: yeah. i think thing, thing that i was
0: excited about this week this is what everybody's been
1: excited about
0: <laughs> uh, yeah the boss re2 uh yes
1: a space echo and they put it in a box that's small enough to put on a normal pedal board
0: you know, maybe the
1: so so the funny thing is i i it wasn't officially released but it but somebody uh, leaked, leaked it, it, so now everyone's talking mm-hmm. about it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> now it's officially
1: yeah. Released. I think boss. Re- oh, yeah. I think boss released it then because somebody had already talked about oh, it. Oh, yeah got it now. Yeah,
2: like I saw it pop oh, up. Oh, this is the one that you were like, mm-hmm. why is this not a
1: uh... already? Why didn't all, this already exist? Yeah, because <laughs> they they had for a long time. They did have a pedal version, but it was like the it was the wide like two pedals button version, like the boss made for a while, like the DD twenty size. Yeah, which
0: I never was a big fan of that. I mean, I mean,
1: it's nice to have the tap and everything in there, but I'd rather have a small one with just a an input for a tap. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> I. Because it that's it's such a big box. Yeah. Because half the time you ain't probably gonna use like it's probably just gonna be used ambient anyway, right? Like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the I'm I'm interested
0: to hear what the new one will sound like.
1: Yeah, me too. Hopefully, hopefully it's. Retains some of the same like tape character kind of sound Makes for being a digital
0: bassy reverb sound.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we're on to our riff challenge. Yeah. So uh,
0: sign in, I guess. <laughs> All
1: right. So uh, this uh, this week's riff challenge. Uh, Though many believe Hank Williams died at the age of 29, in reality, he's been living in a bungalow next door to Elvis in a remote part of Florida, uh, in the Everglades where the two of them regularly play chicken on their matching (laughs) airboats. One day, day upon running low on whiskey, Hank, in disguise, of course, heads to town, only to bump into a crew who are shooting scenes for a new Power Rangers reboot.
2: Oh my god, yes. The
1: show producer happens to recognize him, still needing a theme song. He tells Hank that he will reveal to the public that he's still amongst the living, unless he agrees to ghostwrite and record a new uh a new theme for for the power rangers show oh my God. <laughs> all right flip it <laughs> okay. we, i mean we already had like somebody uh come back from the dead and we had time travel i needed a way you, to, to nobody wrong, nobody, nobody <laughs> called <laughs> uh you call it all right uh tails it's you mm-hmm. all right uh there we go. Uh, I feel like it, it, this. It came out a little bit more like a western than, uh, than, than Hank. Oh, that's right. Fair enough.
0: think you got the wrong show i win the eyes of a ranger are upon you, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you yeah. may, I, I don't know if you noticed the slide part but uh that was actually the melody from the original power rangers was it okay. go go power I, 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 rangers okay no, i know i noticed go go power, <laughs> go, go, power rangers oh jesus <laughs> i noticed
2: ah. I'm reporting. I don't know who I'm going to report you to. It's okay because um, I, they did
1: not use a jaw harp in their original. If if his is getting
0: reported, mine's definitely getting <laughs> reported. <laughs> 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 That's it. That's all I got. Wow, <laughs> oh, that's
1: definitely I, out I, 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 Did you play, did you play the, the intro guitar part, but just on a clean t- tone? And I was like, I'm
0: just going to put the Telecaster on the I... bridge and just.
1: <laughs> I was, like, was, that even... was that in time to the backtrack?
0: Mostly <laughs> in time. I was like. <laughs> oh, Alright, close enough. Uh, oh,
1: Hank. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good deal. All right, we're moving on from that travesty. <laughs> Let's get right into the main topic. Okay. Uh, Tofer's <laughs> like, why am I here?
1: <laughs> gave me an excuse to play my Dobro. That was something. Uh, that was the mean? slide, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, microphones, I think, is what we're talking about this week. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever used a microphone before?
1: I don't know what a microphone, <laughs> what are, what are they for? Uh, I'm, I'm not too certain. Huh? Please
0: elaborate. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, microphone, that's a thing you talk into, I suppose. Oh, that, oh. Uh-huh. Like, we, have a pro- we have a lot. This of is, that. this <laughs> is,
1: so this. Yeah, uh, maybe.
0: This. More like that. This, here. uh uh-huh. This is a
1: microphone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to have that ready to go for I, this I episode, did, yeah. didn't you? Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: This is a child's toy, which is I, why I enjoy playing with it.
0: All right, moving on. Okay, so do we want to get in talk yes. about what? What
1: are we going to talk about? Adam,
0: you're I, the the uh, expert
1: here. I, I don't know if I'm an expert, but I think that like, uh, but I but I do like microphones. Mm-hmm. It's sec- I think they're probably my second. Thing behind guitar pedals that are addictive uh, because they're unique and they add you know it is you
2: here it looks like yeah
1: there's, a, there's I got a handful of them out um, yep. so uh, I don't know microphones that I mean that it is this everything that you hear right on a recording or a lot I mean mm-hmm. this is the this is where it's taking that signal and Fair enough. turning it into you know your recording or or amplifying mm-hmm. for a live sound so so it does change the character of everything mm-hmm. Um think it's pays to kind of just explain, you know, a microphone. I mean, what it does, mm-hmm. regardless of what type of mic, as we'll discuss them, you know, you are, it's a transducer. Mm-hmm. It is taking the sound, the waves of, of sound, right? The mm-hmm. Actual uh, mechanical energy there and converting it into an electrical signal mm-hmm. so you can pass it through, through your cable and into whatever you're plugging into. Yeah. Um, so they all do the same thing just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to talk dynamic mics first cuz I think that's the thing that everyone's going to be the most familiar with. Yeah,
0: fair right? enough. And that's what Yeah, that's yeah. what we're all using right now is a yeah. dynamic microphone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Most common most common ones in the world. 57, 58. Mm-hmm. There's lots of different there's a ton of different ones out there, but I think that uh you know, for for guitarists, right? Like if you're an electric guitar player, guitar amp, that's there's lots of options, but that's just that's like standard.
0: We should spell it out. So sure, SM is who makes oh, them, yeah, SM57, Shore, Shure SM fifty seven and sure SM fifty eight, which are ad- almost identical except for yeah. the capsule.
1: I've got this is a blue blue Encore one hundred. I it's very similar to a SM fifty seven. There's <laughs> there's a lot of brands that make this kind of mic. They're mm. um, very common. The most even even like reason like these aren't these aren't the best sounding dynamics in the world. Mm. But you can throw it off a bridge. And then plug oh. it in and it works that's why people that's why it's so that's why a 58 is so famous and popular yep. because you can bash them to hell and mm. still use them mm. um but in uh, but you can get and they're not that expensive really for what they are um
0: no 100 bucks at most i think yeah usually. Like, yeah
1: sometimes a good if you get a good deal on it's a lot less than that i, I think, think guitar center during yeah, cheap.
0: guitar center black friday i think they'll do they'll sell you two for 100 or something like that yeah. like it's pretty cheap
1: so uh so like any dynamic mic they all kind of work on the same principle. Uh there's a moving coil in it. Um they are coils moving between fixed magnets, mm-hmm. which is um it's just it's an electromagnetic circuit. Uh <laughs> sorry. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, a super geek scientist on the science side of it, but I, but that's g- generally how it functions.
0: So yeah, yeah. I, I, you want
1: to get you can get more nerdy if you want.
0: Um I mean that's pretty much it, right? Like mm-hmm. basically when you go uh, cause like any sort of diaphragm to move like a sort of electromagnet meaning there's some sort of power with a coil like powering a coil and some sort of diaphragm that causes the electricity to change. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is at the end of the day. Um I I would hope that's mostly That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Um
1: Uh, So let's let's talk about. Well, we're gonna just kind of briefly describe different types of mics, and then we'll talk kind of more about use of them and Mm -hmm. what's and what we all want to, you know, the fun parts. Yeah, Uh, how you can get weird with
2: them. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Exactly. So there. So the next kind of thing we we, a lot of people are more familiar with are going to be condenser mics, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're like if you're when I, I know when I was growing up, like there were a few reason yeah there was a few reasonably priced condenser mics back then now there's lots of them um it used to be you know expensive studio tools but now you can run a home studio and have have condenser mics that that one he's holding up it's that's a warm audio um that is it's basically a um a 414 which is the an akg 414 is an akg mic it's like one of the most standard condensers that you can use on every any source that warm mixed budget versions of a lot of people's mics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, so that's a large diaphragm. Uh, I've got a couple, um, that blue, small that blue one over there is also, that's also a large or larger medium diaphragm, I guess. Um, these guys here are both small diaphragms. One thing you'll notice a lot of times they call them pencil condensers. Mm-hmm. That's because they're little stick shaped ones. Right. Um, this is a, this is a mic tech. This is a, a road M five. Um, if if you're just getting into stuff and you you need some small condensers, these these roads, really cheap, you can buy a set of them. Why like would I buy
0: a large condenser over a small condenser and vice versa?
1: Well, uh, it depends on the sound source mm-hmm. you're picking up, right? Mm-hmm. Um generally like if I'm like say a vocalist, mm-hmm. this is not necessarily gonna give the truest representation of my voice. Yeah, it's no. gonna be pretty narrow. <laughs> uh uh, large, literally the capsule size is what we're talking, like a capsule in a large condenser is a bigger capsule. You're picking up, you're picking up a wider range of frequencies.
0: And when we say capsule, we're, we're literally talking about the, the size of the top of it. Mm-hmm. So like just the thing that connects into the electronics yeah. of the microphone. Yeah. We could,
1: we could probably actually take a, a photo through the screen on that one later yeah. and, and show you, cause you can see that you can, you can visibly see the capsule. Mm-hmm. Um, a little easier to see than on these tiny little ones. Although I think this one, you can actually, this one, I've got other capsules for upstairs. Oh, there you go. Cause they, they actually literally, uh, the capsule comes off. Mm-hmm. So that's much smaller than, than what's inside of one of those. So condensers work differently too. Um, they actually have a, a there's a moving diaphragm that acts as like one plate in a fixed charge parallel plate capacitor.
0: <laughs> those were some words right there. Uh, the uh, di-
1: basically, this is the diaphragm moves. The distance <laughs> between those plates vary, and that changes capacitance. That's really a lot of a lot of words.
0: Sorry, right changes now. capacitance. So, in other words, the amount of electricity moving between those two plates fluctuates. Yes, it's literally just the uh, uh, the difference uh-huh. is what the audio is.
1: And that, and that's that's actually what's transmitting the audio and 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 telling the telling the mic what it says. Yeah,
0: which is also why to To get a charge in a lot of these condensers, we probably have to supply
1: power to them. We do, yes. Yep. For so so, if you if people ever talk about phantom power, mm-hmm. um, they are not talking about a ghost in your mixer. <laughs> uh, that it, it is literally um when you when you turn on phantom power, it's actually sending a small amount of voltage back through the XLR cable, mm-hmm. which is powering uh, powering your phantom powered mic. Yep. Um, most of the time, yeah, they're with a few exceptions, dynamic mics don't require it. Um,
0: and will electrocute you if you.
1: <laughs> there are some that do require it. Uh-huh. Uh, acti- there are active yeah. dynamic mics, uh, but not a, not a ton of them. But but a lot of but condensers, almost always take phantom power. There's a few like uh, if you're talking about different type of mics that require like that have a battery that you put in them, especially if it's like a f- for film sets and stuff like that. But we'll we'll get to that point. Um. I, don't, I I think if you're if you're just getting into music, you're just getting into recording like stuff at home, you know, having having a, even just a couple mics is super helpful. If you if you have very if you, don't, if you have a low budget, find a 57 or, or something similar and then get a cheap large diaphragm condenser mic and you mm-hmm. can get a ton of good sounds between those two
0: things. That'll pretty much get you all sorts of like guitar and vocal like that that'll cover your absolutely m- most of probably what you're going to be doing
1: so i i currently only have one but this this here is the next type of mic we're talking about um this is a ribbon mic and this one this one here happens to be a shure as well it's a ksm 313 yeah i have to look it up it's a KS- yeah. it's a ksm <laughs> it's a ksm series shure mic um Ribbon mics are totally different animal. Um,
2: yeah, I, I know, I've heard you talk about them. I've never actually known what makes it. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so ribbon mics were invented in the 1920s. Uh, they became really popular in the 30s with RCA. Um, you see those big old, big old uh, ribbon style mics, um, so so ribbons are, are weird mics. There's basically uh, They're lit. It's literally when you say ribbon, it's like a metal ribbon in, inside of it that's suspended under tension. Um, uh, the, the ribbon itself, it, it, vibrates in response to the acoustic, the acoustic in front of it. So your waves, um, and it's actually the velocity of the air particles, which, which it's transmitting rather. So, so it is actually picking up velocity unlike the other mics. Um, and that's what generates, uh, a, a small voltage in response to, in response to that, t- turns it into electrical energy. Um, they have a different. They have a different characteristic sound. Um, if you set up, uh, you know, th- that's a relatively good ribbon mic. But even a budget one, they, most ribbons have a darker tone. They 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 roll off some of those highs, that um that you know like a like a big condenser sometimes picks up everything. Um, ribbons are something you can go to for uh, if you have a singer who's really like who's a little harsh. I love putting a ribbon on that kind of vocal. Um, it kind of mellows it out with a, without having to over EQ something.
0: I used to use ribbons on grand pianos a lot. You, mm-hmm. you could put them on the high end so that way it cuts out. Especially if you get like the Baldwin's that have that real like high mm-hmm. end. Like it rolls that off a little bit. But the problem with the the problem with ribbon mics, and I shouldn't say it's a problem. It's just like a characteristic of the ribbon mics is that they are more fragile because you have a very very thin piece of. We say metal, but it's just like it's paper, like more than paper thin. Yeah.
2: So yeah. it can break easily. Think of like, almost like
1: foil. Yeah. Like, a, like
2: the tin stuff, like the stuff for like Christmas trees. Or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: like, yeah. 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 Tinsel, like imagine tinsel, like stretched really, really tight. Yeah.
1: It has to be thin because otherwise it's not sensitive, uh, sensitive enough to pick up all that.
0: And, and in fact, because, of, because of that, they also say like, don't put those on certain like brass instruments. So like you shouldn't like mic a mm-hmm. trumpet or like a saxophone or something where it's gonna have like large amounts like of air, air yeah hitting it yeah
1: now now there are some like uh, some ribbon mics the the one thing they are also really good on are guitar amps mm-hmm. um, Roy, Royer R121 is just a, a f- super famous sound on a guitar amp and you see them paired up next to a dynamic mic all the time
0: <laughs> they are so so paired with the 57 that Royer, I believe Royer sells it, a double clip microphone clip Whoa. that it holds the Royer here and then it holds the 57 like this. Mm-hmm. And so you just like screw it on, put it right next to your amp and That's it's good cool. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, like this is, this this is the like right now, the only, like I said, the only ribbon I have, I got this one because honestly, this is made for um, handling higher SPLs too. Okay. So, um, you can like literally re- chord from either side the one side is made for 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 higher spls than the other side so if you want if you want to record something really cranked you can spin it around and, and do that nice,
0: nice. Oh, and it
1: sounds pretty incredible on a guitar amp so I, I it's worth it if if you if you can get a decent ribbon mic it's definitely a good thing to have around especially if you like to record your actual amp
0: yeah yeah <laughs> They, they're all, almost always going to be twice the mm-hmm. pr- twice the price of what you're paying for those yeah. dynamics, though. So.
1: There are some there are some really reasonable ones out there. Like if you like Royer actually has something called the R10, which is um, like a it's like a imported like I think I think it's imported, but it's like it's very similar characteristics to an R101, except they're like f- three or four hundred bucks instead of like over a grand.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Because the R one twenty one, if I remember, it's twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. They're not cheap at all. Yeah, not even a little bit. Well, um, the Royer R ten looks like you can mm-hmm. pick it up at Sweetwater right now for four ninety nine. Yeah. So that's so, not bad. So Five hundred bucks
1: new, probably probably three to four used. So yeah, so pretty reasonable for for a, like a really good sounding mic. There's mm-hmm. also um, there's a brand out there that I, and I've used them in a studio before uh, several times. Cascade. They make they make really um, budget friendly mics they make one the fat head is a super popular um ribbon mic and they sell them in singles and pairs but they they, they work pairs of them are awesome because you can use them as drum overheads as well hmm. and they uh they can take away some of the really harshness you might get in cymbals if you're using um you know condenser mics or something like mm-hmm. that
0: yeah, those those small diaphragm condensers I used to record uh, as the overhead drum overheads, and they would get like real washy real quick. You you EQ the crap out of them.
1: Yep. I used to use I used to use the, the these these little budget Road M5s on overheads all the time. Yep. They sound good, yep. um, but uh, but I I actually just I run like a I didn't bring it down, but it's a, AKG 214, yep. and I just run that mono over the top. Nice. And huh. so it's a little easier to mm-hmm. manage, but. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so you can't talk about mics without talking about polar patterns Mm -hmm. and uh, some of this stuff's going to be rehashed things. You could, uh, if you guys are already mic familiar, then, then you can, you know, you can skip over some of those if you want. But I think that it's for somebody who's new to mics, it's super important to understand this because Mm. you can ruin a session or ruin something really fast (laughs) if you use the wrong, the wrong, uh, uh, polar pattern.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have no idea what's going on so yeah let's, let's let's talk
0: about this so let's 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 do a quick example real quick so mm-hmm. adam or adam already said one side of these one side of this is uh uh you know higher SPL level than the other but a lot of people walking right up to that microphone might think you're going to be singing into it like that mm-hmm. that's not that, that that's not what you want because <laughs> it's not going to pick anything up well I'd imagine this, this one probably won't pick anything up. Not much, yeah. yeah. Um, so when we're talking about polar patterns, we're really just talking about where the mic is pointed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So,
1: so they're either... So, so mics can be directional, but they mm-hmm. don't have to be. Um, uh, I, the first polar pattern, we can talk about omni, and that literally means it's just picking up from every direction. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I don't, think, I don't think any of the ones I have no. down here right now are Omni. Nope. I do have, a, I have an Aventone. I should have brought that down, a CV12. Um, some of them are you can adjust that too. Um, mm-hmm. So they're good in, if you're trying to pick up the sense of a room, like an Omni will pick up every direction. It's also great for um, if you want to do some old-time kind of recordings and get everybody circled around a mic. You don't have to worry about people not getting picked up
0: other mm-hmm. uh, they're often used for uh if you're doing like large orchestra large ensemble works very well for that usually you'll have your spot mics right up on uh whatever you know the principal instruments and then you can have an omni like mm-hmm. center stage above the conductor that works pretty well and if you or you know you can also mm-hmm. use your your stereo pair but that that is one like use
1: i've seen quite a bit yeah i've i've used i've the uh, for personally for me and i've because I've never recorded an orchestra, but mm-hmm. it'd be cool. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Uh, for it's me, it, super easy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, you probably can't. Like, it's not like you're miking forty-two or fifty, whatever instruments. No,
0: nope, no, nope. you're literally dropping a stereo pair, yeah. and then maybe spotting like first violin. If you're in a brass ensemble, you mm-hmm. usually don't even worry about it. You just put your stereo pair up and grab the sound. Yep. Occasionally, have some hanging mics over top, and it's not not much.
1: Yeah. Um, I, for me uh, omni i i i've used it successfully in quite a few sessions where we were doing like group or gang vocals and just having people in a circle around it um and, it, and then you don't have to think about spot miking everything yep uh, next the next type we'll talk about and that's common in the this one this one is it's a little more receptive to one side but it's but it's still a figure eight um but uh they call it a figure eight pattern um and if you think about it, if you think about it the figure eight like this the 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 I'm gonna, where it, where it dips I'm going to
0: put it up on the on the screen you, here. Oh, that's a good uh, yeah. then I don't have to draw it with my finger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, if you're if you're looking at the top view of a microphone, let's just see this tofer. Uh, you've probably seen these before and a lot a lot of us who've messed around with some mics see these fairly regularly. Yeah, so this is the top view. This is looking down where your your mics are pointing at. So, omnidirectional is all the way around you. Figure 8 is going to be in front and behind. So, like I said, if we were going to record both of us singing, I could put it like this. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah. sing in this side, I could sing in this side. And mm-hmm. you
2: tell, like, did it sideways, it wouldn't work. Yeah, it and probably wouldn't it, be as great. And it picks yeah. up,
1: it, like, most of these, it should be said, like, you know, it's, your your voice depending on the room you're in everything there's reflections so right. so not, there's very few mics that aren't going to pick up something Anything. from other directions yeah, mm-hmm. but they're but primarily like where they're picking up from is t- specific spots on the mic. Mm. Um,
0: One of the things that should be mentioned with uh, uh, dynamic mics, especially, is there's um th- there's a rule in audio where th- when you double the distance, you have the uh, have the um uh, uh, volume mm-hmm. right. So if I'm at if I'm at 100 dB an inch from the mic, if I go to 2 inches back, it's going to be 50 dB mm-hmm. agree, and so on and so forth. And that's how a lot of these that's how a lot of these operate.
1: So, yeah, yeah. something. Um I think I, I think I've used figure eight for free before. I can't remember. Um I, a good thing about it like in a smaller space sometimes, mm-hmm. um in a lot of old studios when they didn't have a lot of mics to use, a lot of mics were that pattern back then. Mm-hmm. You know, you can turn a you can turn the mic like this, and Saito for an irable singing, and the drums are over there. Mm-hmm. You'll 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 get some bleed, but you're still at least your the primary sound sources are the ones to the side to the yep. front and back. So so thinking about that when you're recording or or doing doing live work, even just just knowing what who's aimed at it and who you don't want aimed at it. Yeah,
0: I've seen the, like the ribbons are generally most of them I'd say are probably figure eight, aren't they? Typically, um, yeah.
1: Unless you're lucky and you get a stereo ribbon and then you, you get like a bloom line, but we haven't talked about
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be a little too deep, but that's yeah. okay. We can keep going.
1: Uh, so uh, then probably the most common type of pattern. We skipped. We talked about two patterns. The, the most common is the third one we'll talk about, mm-hmm. which is cardoid, cardioid. Cardioid. God damn it. <laughs> it's cardamom. Cardamom. <laughs> they come in pods. Yeah. Um, cartilage. Cartilage. That's, that comes in bones. So cardioid pattern, it it is, yes, it's basically mushroom shaped. Uh, it's picking up primarily from the front, the source that is aimed at it, and that is the idea. It's to help. You use them for live uses a lot because it rejects a lot of the sound behind behind to the sides. It means feedback from monitors is lessened. Um, it, you know you're trying if you're trying to get a source from a specific direction mm-hmm. that's that it's a good use
0: you can think of cardioid kind of like you'd think of directional i mean there's mm-hmm. side like it picks up some from the side but
1: and mm-hmm. the capsule yeah just yeah but less than than say like a, yeah a, on the air figure eight mm-hmm. and then you have variations of that called supercardioid and hypercardioid and which are both sim they're similar um they're just the, it takes that the side back area and just mm-hmm. keeps narrowing it down to less and less, so they're they're more and more directional.
0: Such a weird distinction because it's like where does where does a cardioid and a hypercardioid like where does that actually cross yeah. over? Like I, mm. I,
1: I think that, I think some of some of that is just you know I don't know yeah I don't know maybe marketing I'm, <laughs> I might I might be wrong maybe, but I don't know I don't know that there's like a like an exact like spot where you can't yeah. call it this if you cut <laughs> off here. But.
0: hypercardioid is at 32 degrees oh. versus no I'm, I'm making that up i was like shit i didn't know <laughs> oh wait
1: oh <laughs> well maybe it is
0: oh apparently it is <laughs> if this is right hmm. i don't know anyway
1: i have, have to do a research on that that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. um Another another type of capsule. We don't have one here because I don't do film work generally. Um, uh, but uh, shotgun mics, mm-hmm. and they literally think about think about this guy. But if he's just long and same shape, um, and they are they are made to be super super directional. Mm-hmm. Um, they use them on film sets. You, when you see some dude holding yep. a boom like this, and the mics over, it's it's because you're mm-hmm. trying to pick up the the people on set speaking mm-hmm. and you're trying to not pick up anything else and we're
0: trying like the offset on it is is heavy so yeah. like here is you know fully loud and then just like moving it sideways mm-hmm. like it'll it'll yeah. cut you out pretty hard pretty quick
1: uh, it is interesting i uh I don't know, for most people don't have one if they're in a studio or they do music stuff because mm-hmm. it's because it's Probably the least useful in some of those situations, but I will say one common, uh, the most common used one, uh, NPR's tiny desk. Oh, yeah. they use they use they use one on all those shows.
0: They're also starting to become much more popular amongst YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, like you're starting to see more and more use them, so that way they can be like, especially when you're you know interviewing people. Yeah, and they they can get just keep their you know background noise like the air conditioner kicking on. Yeah, you got the heat kick
1: out. on. You don't you don't have to worry about it.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: You can I've, I've I have heard of some people using them for instruments on occasion just aim for very specific aims and stuff but but I I think for the most Mostly part it's you, you see it a lot yeah. in film. Yeah.
0: Um, what what do you guys use for like live and recording? Like what it like you two personally? I know you you've got a pretty decent condenser that you like to use. Oh uh,
2: yeah, there's a lot in audio uh, L220. Okay. Large R2. diaphragm gotcha I, I, I like that one i mean it's it's the only one i have <laughs> yeah fair enough it was super affordable but yeah i, I remember go making that jump between using you know your standard like that audio mm-hmm. technica that i yep. had forever mm-hmm. uh jumping from that to an actual large diaphragm mic and world of difference between the, the clarity and Fair enough.
0: I love it. And what what do, you, what do you generally use for your recording, um, or do you have a preference? <laughs> uh,
1: it, right. it it varies a, a lot, but I, I can tell you like the yeah, this this is this is the go to vocal mic. I mean, you don't have to plug it in because it, it doesn't work, but
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but it has this nice reverb. We probably won't be able to pick it up here.
2: That's the that's the mic for the the divas and the <laughs> You can also like do effects. Someone's giving you a hard time in the studio, that's what
1: they get. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, you don't you don't like the you don't like the AKG? Here you get that echo mic. I like that it has a switch on the back that's not a switch, it's just molded plastic. Brilliant. Yeah. But uh yeah, so do you like
0: personally when you're recording yourself, not necessarily recording yeah. everybody like anybody else, but do I, you have one
1: go to? I have a couple go to's. Okay. I, I would say like if it is a song that is kind of open and and there's not like uh like a thick amount of texture going on underneath and i mm-hmm. want the vocals to be big yep. um i used an aventone cv12 okay which is a Season. very budget um mm-hmm. version of say like a c12 from mm-hmm. which is like the one of the most famous condensers in history uh, you can't buy right. one for i mean I, if I sold my van multiple times, <laughs> I could Fair buy enough. One. Sell your uh, house. Yeah, uh, are, but I mean, they, I mean, that's like a vintage, you know, super high end yeah. one. But uh, the CV12 is it's a good mic. I've heard rumors that it was used on like the early Taylor Swift albums too. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, you know, it's a big. It's a. It sounds big, and it also has a power supply that you can change the polar pattern on it. Okay. Huh. Um, wow. It's and it's variable, so you can actually have it part way between mm-hmm. patterns okay so i i use that a lot on on vocals like that and then if it's a if it's a song where i don't want it, where it's more rock and roll mm-hmm. and i i need a more direct sound um then i i use a uh, uh akg sennheiser it's, sure it's, it's like a it's like a sm7b but oh, okay a, i'm with you so so basically i use like an sm7b for that stuff
0: oh, what about for guitar like i know recently you've been using direct with the um uh uh, simplifier but when you do record guitar yeah for the
1: riff for the riff challenge stuff i'm just i'm mostly going indirect with things but um for actual recording amps and stuff um i i tend to go with a couple i like to use two mics a lot of times um i put a ribbon on it and then i usually dial that in with sometimes a 57 but what i really love is like the the 906 up there that's super friendly okay. uh the flat guy oh yeah yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's so, uh, you don't need a stand you can you can uh, if you're good at hanging things you can just hang it in front of the m- the amp mm-hmm.
0: and the and these are used live a lot mm-hmm. i know like people like them because you don't have to like i said mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the stand just yep. right over they're
1: good on they're good on uh from what i have not actually recorded it but the, I, apparently they're good on brass and stuff like that too
2: interesting um yeah uh, for acoustic though, we know we don't plug into pedals or anything, or uh, you know, we want to use microphones. We don't want. Uh, you, you cannot.
0: You according to according to the internet that I heard this week, <laughs> only only idiots plug in right. to pedals mm-hmm. with their acoustic. Like, why would you ever even consider that? <laughs> <Try> <laughs> I
1: I I typically what I would do is um I just take a fifty eight like this, uh-huh. and um. <laughs> I set it against like the bridge of the guitar and then i use duct tape Uh to adhere it like i wrap it around about seven eight times so it's really tight yeah yeah is that because and and i heard that that duct tape is made by the company piezo is that right (laughs) is
2: that (laughs) got him (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh man so no for for real yeah yeah uh when I record acoustic though I do run <laughs> it's not the like, greatest but uh, I have run from my acoustic pickup into uh acoustic fly rig the tech 21 fly rig and then into my interface it's
1: not the best solution but it, it sounds all right that's a trick yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I, I actually I do plug in to record acoustic but mm-hmm. I what I tend to do is... Um, and not always, but a, a lot of times I I like to take and do a direct in, mm-hmm. and then I put I'll take a large diaphragm condenser and put it up near near the twelfth fret yep. somewhere in there, and aim a little bit back at the sound hole to get yeah. a little bit of body. But but I I love stereo like getting a stereo input from a oh, acoustic because yeah. you can you can pan it out a little bit, make it sound mm-hmm. really full, or you can or you can put them right in, right together mm-hmm. and just mix it so you have. Something to give it the body, and then the, you can use the pickup to get that crisp, yeah, yeah,
0: especially if you're doing picked parts, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense, yeah um, uh, what do you guys use live? do you guys you like bring out any condensers or anything
2: <laughs> whatever I got yeah, yeah whatever yeah. you got I, I don't know with with live vocals and stuff. Mm-hmm you're not going to get the clarity of like being if you're going to be picky about your mics
0: so do you guys bother uh micing your guitar amps anymore is that by venue
2: oh well that's definitely by venue uh and for guitar amps it's mm-hmm. definitely the, the sun Sennheiser, the flat the yeah.
0: 906 yeah, you, yeah.
1: You, you said you got a couple of the yeah. couple of that series mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, those are those are those are great. Those are great for live shows. I just not having to have as many uh, stands on stage is super helpful. Yeah,
0: I think I'm gonna pick one of these up later this year
1: because yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm a little the, lazy about that stuff. So yeah, right, so that works. Well. That works well. Fifty seven also been, works great. I mean, yeah.
0: we've been on and off past few past few shows we've done together. Yeah, we've mostly had fifty sevens unless we mm-hmm. went
1: unless we went amplus. Yeah, I I, I I get a little less picky about how it. About that live, I, I at some point I wouldn't mind ha- getting one like really nice like live vocal mic. Yeah, e- either like a just a better dynamic or like a a live handheld condenser. Yeah, like yeah. the. <laughs> I've always
0: always just wanted a Shure fifty five, the Sinatra mic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah just because they like, look, just cause yeah, they look cool. Yeah,
1: just, like
0: they're not that expensive. Like, yeah, they're, they're not. They're not. They're not cheap, but they're not. and like, uh, like crazy. They're two hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, I. I it's expensive to me. you'd have to you'd have to you'd compared
0: have to, to uh i mean if you imagine like these 58s are 100 bucks <laughs> it's expensive to me yeah
1: fair enough your lawton's probably double
0: that though isn't it's it? it's expensive <laughs> yeah okay fair enough
2: <laughs> if i'm spending money it's expensive
1: i think that the 55 you'll have to double check me but i'm pretty sure it's the same capsule
2: i think you're probably right. i think they i think, think it, you're it, absolutely it, it, right. they look
1: super cool but i think it's actually similar capsule. yeah i just want it because it looks cool
0: like, <laughs> this it, like, they're quality. Like, it's not like I'm buying trash because it looks cool. Like, it's still
1: sure. And then you have mics like this. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which, which
1: are speakers that are also microphones.
0: Nice. What's the difference between a speaker and a microphone?
1: Uh, you wire one backwards and one forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not going to quite pick up those crystal highs real well because, you know, I mean, it's a 10 inch microphone. Uh huh. But that that is a special. So so that that is a for anybody who's interested because it's really you can buy these kind of things that are and they're not cheap, or you can just find a a ten inch speaker, eight inch Mm -hmm. speaker somewhere in there. Um, that one's actually from a uh, an old NS10 monitor, so it's like the it's like the standard. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, you if it's just an okay speaker, it'll it'll do what you want it to. They call it a sub kick mic. Hmm. Um, you it's wired literally wired backwards. You have to put a pad on it of some kind so you don't so you're not just like just clipping the heck out of your pre. Um, but you can make one of those for dirt cheap. Just wire it backwards and set it up right in front of your kick drum, mm-hmm. like to, like very close to it, and and put it pair it up with an actual kick drum mic or or another huh. mic, and you get. The attack from your regular mic, and then you get the Woof,
0: like Interesting. that. Okay. Interesting. thing.
1: That's an old. That's like a studio old studio yeah, trick. I
2: remember when you uh, first showed me that. I was like, oh, this makes a world of difference.
1: <laughs> you do know, Should we talk about like specific mics, yeah. for things? Or are we?
0: I mean, we kind of touched on it already, didn't we? I think we did. Uh, yeah, it's just, did awesome. we? yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not that one. Ah. Uh, yeah. I, what you got there, Adam? <laughs> got a
1: a 1980s telephone handset <laughs> with an XLR connector in the back. Uh, so, um,
0: I hear you can just do this and it's the same as getting like a U87. It's
1: Yeah, it's, it's a replica of a U87 actually. And <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. yeah, Most people don't realize how tiny the... The, the, the capsules inside yeah. of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you'd pay 6Gs for that when yeah. you can just do this. So, you know, you can use it. You can, of course, use an EQ and cut everything with the mid-range out mm-hmm. and get that tiny telephone booth sound, or you don't have to turn on an EQ, you can just get an old telephone and sing through it. <laughs> um, I, If you like microphones, having fun toys around like that can actually be pretty inspiring in the studio. So, um, you know, where normally I might sing into like a, that blue there or, or an Aventone or maybe a ribbon for a special sauce flavor sometimes you can do really cool things with stupid toys (laughs) um in the studio especially when you're mixing them with other parts
0: you've also run some of your vocals through pedals and stuff haven't you i believe there's a one you've done with a rat
1: pedal i i did actually i ran a vocal through actually that was yeah i didn't have i didn't have this yet when i did the vocal so i Mm -hmm. so i did use a filter on it to get that effect and then i ran it through a rat nice yeah Mm um i you Play with things, man. You know, gears, everybody will tell you that, oh, you're playing, you're doing this kind of recording, man. You got to, you got to have a, you got to have a 57 on the amp or you got to have, you got to have a specific mic to put on your toms or something like that. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes you need to do something else. Mm -hmm. Experiment and see what happens. There's no, there are no rules. (laughs) (laughs) Only guidelines.
0: No, no matter what people on Facebook try to tell you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Topher's gonna
2: <laughs> g- g- gonna throw a shit fit. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Up. Oh man, that dude. That dude was just.
1: If anybody out there has a functional crystal microphone, I would love to have one. A crystal microphone? I don't know what this is. Uh. So. Oh.
0: Like what? Do you, like what is it? What do you mean crystal? Uh, like is it a, like actual crystal or is it like? So.
1: So. Uh uh-huh. So the. So the. Re- so really early microphones. Um. Some of them were made out of. <laughs> and actually made out of salt crystals oh weird that the conductive they're conductive um the thing the the thing is the type of the type of crystal that it is um temperature and humidity make them deteriorate over time so they stop working (laughs) but uh, if you see some vintage mics that look really cool where you're like man that looks like the that looks like the a piece from a vintage car you know like mm-hmm. with, like with all the crazy fins and stuff a lot of times those are old crystal mics so they you see well, they might not work but they uh the ones that do they have a really interesting sound
2: weird
0: yeah i have never seen that before or heard of that I
2: don't hmm. how hard it would be to make like a make your own, make your own.
0: go
1: buy some yeah, you can make the, <laughs> you can actually make the crystals can you really the, i was joking the, about in it the, in the oven I'm,
2: I'm sure you could.
1: Yeah. I I've, I haven't done it, but I think it'd be an interesting experiment. And uh,
2: we got we got to we got to do this. This is. I want to do this. I'm We're playing this. You gotta oh, be, yeah. be,
1: gotta be careful with air in this episode talking about making crystals in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, for a microphone.
0: I've made worse in my bathtub. Really it's fine. About
2: this <laughs> God, <laughs> what are we gonna bake in
1: the kitchen? <laughs> oh man, interesting. Or carbon button microphones.
0: Carbon button. What is a carbon button? Like old,
1: really old telephones. A lot of times they they used a carbon button.
0: Carbon button microphone. Interesting. Another interesting piece of history. Yep,
1: yep. I've seen these. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's there's a lot of things out there that people don't realize exist, but Hmm. they all lend their own unique flavors. Sweet.
0: Well, speaking of weird stuff, uh, I'd kind of i mentioned it in the chat. We were uh, talking about binaural miking.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, for those of you who don't know, and this is me being the nerd I am, this was uh, what my senior thesis for college was on. Uh, but effectively, there's a type of miking that it's to try to replicate human hearing. And usually you're supposed to use some sort of non-colored um, non-colored uh, condenser microphones that kind of operate in the same way that the human ear does. And then you can go about um, generally like you can you can buy um, some false ears or false uh, false heads that look like a, you know, a person's head, put them inside of the uh, like put the condensers inside of these heads and try to replicate what people actually hear. So, my, my senior <laughs> thesis actually included me uh, going to buy dental mold and making molds of my ears. <laughs> and then we, we put a, a set of uh, Earthquake, not Earthquaker, um, Earthworks TH, what's mm-hmm. the long ones? Oh, what
1: the, the ones that look like? Th- TH10. The, p- the-, the pencil condensers. Yep. Uh, the, the, they're the one. Uh, the ones they use for doing, um, like a uh, for shooting a room or whatever. Yep, yep.
0: yep. That's exactly w- what they were. Yep. So I ran a couple of yep right here.
1: Huh. An M thirty.
0: Yep. So I had a stereo pair of these, and by I had I mean the school had mm. a stereo pair of these, um, that I actually inserted into the ears, and we, <laughs> like, like we went around and uh, like. We put that we put the 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 false head basically the ears mm-hmm. in the middle of the stage and then me and a buddy went around and like played white noise pink noise and all that in different tones huh. all the way up and down to see how it affected the um like how the sound changed.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was an odd project. <laughs> but yeah, it, like the uh, the whole binaural thing to me is fascinating.
1: Careful note kids, don't stick actual pencils in your ears. We're talking about microphones yes. and their fake ears.
0: And if you ever have to make cast molds of your ears, make sure you plug your eardrums. <laughs> oh, yeah, that seems... yeah. Yeah, you have to do it with plastic, or it can be bad because that dental mold turns into
1: like. Yeah. Bleh. That's <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea when you said binaural, I, I did not realize that we were talking about like trying to replicate the, the human hearing. Yep. That's, yep. So that's they. Super interesting.
0: They do this for like a lot of. Um, like, I've heard them used for like testing out uh, microphones in different spaces. Um, they've also used it to like, here they're, they're showing them in nature documentaries mm-hmm. where they're trying to see like how, like, how people are like this, how sounds work on a 3D spectrum. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. What else do we got? So, you know,
1: there's a few brands now that are making like, uh, like, what do they call it? Uh, Uh, I can't remember the term. Uh, You can pick up, it's literally has capsules to capture the entire room. Uh, uh, I know Zoom makes a small one that's got like, it's got like, four, six capsules all aimed around. There's, it's like a surround sound mic, basically. I, yeah,
0: I've heard of those. I, I general, generally hear people using to uh, capture impulses for reverb, like reverb impulses. Oh, that makes sense. So, like, you put it in the center of the room, and then you go out, and you, like, you, generally people will uh, use, uh, like, a generator to do uh, pink noise or white mm-hmm. noise. Like, you can do it from your phone. Um, or, you like, I've heard... Uh, starter pistols, mm-hmm. people have used because that's just a quick impulse. Mm-hmm. So they'll do it that way and capture the sound of a room into those like multi.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it, it, it's yeah. Question. Uh huh. Piezo pickup is that? Is that? That's a microphone.
1: So, so a piezo pickup is something. A lot of times they call it a contact microphone. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly a microphone. Um, what it means is like if I held a piezo. Like disc up in front of you and had it plugged in and you know connected for like an XLR quarter inch and and it was it was ready to go. Okay. If I held it up in front of you and you sang, it wouldn't pick that up. Okay. If I if it, you held it against your cheek or your throat and you were singing. It would pick that up.
0: Okay, you can think it, of it like those things that people may lose their voice boxes. Oh, that's okay. technically a piezo because mm-hmm. it picks up the vibration. vibration. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very specific type. It's also it's funny, but the uh, like a smoke alarm. Mm-hmm. That's actually um, the beeping, the 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 pitch you hear from it traditionally. That's actually a piezo. It's just wi- it's just wired to be a speaker.
0: Oh wow! Did not know that. Huh.
2: Never would have knew. Yeah. Known.
1: So, but yeah, you can you, you can totally like. So if I have
2: junk junk. Uh, Fire alarms. Fire, alarm. fire alarms, fire
1: alarms around the house. I can make some piasos. Yeah, but um, piezos are the most common, one of the most common acoustic guitar pickups. Mm-hmm. Typically, they are either um, inside of it, under the like discs, or or a piece that is under the bridge, yeah. under the bridge plate inside, or sometimes they are uh, also like a stick-on kind of thing, which looks like a little round disc or a thing yeah. with with a sticky back. But um, yeah, it's it's Picks up the vibrations of your guitar right through the top of it.
0: You have a... Is your Martin
1: acoustic lighter?
0: Yes. Okay. So on yours, what it is, is they actually like... It looks like braided cable, but yeah, like... Seen,
2: you, have you seen un, it? Un, underneath yeah. on my fender, I think.
0: Is. Okay. Yeah, because it, it literally like it's... uh Like sticks in underneath the saddle of your bridge saddle. and then... Yeah, it's held by tension.
1: The piezos are not, it doesn't give you a natural sound of the acoustic, but it mm-hmm. does give you a way to amplify it without it being as microphonic as in some cases, although they do, they can feedback. back, um, you know, but having a small condenser mic inside mm-hmm. of it too can also feedback.
0: My big issue with it was with placing it under the saddle like that like if you have a heavy right hand and and you like try to do any like slappy stuff it makes it pop because mm-hmm. it's it's like causing it to like you know tap out basically yep. yeah i had
1: the one that was in that epiphone Top. that was a that one that one came with a piezo that was built into the floating bridge mm-hmm. and it was literally like in that right under the saddle yep and it would cut in and out and i i really didn't like it so no, i gotta, took it out
0: yeah no you got to pickup
1: on the top <laughs> now, now it's got an actual humbucker electromagnetic pickup and then it's also got a um, an LR bags microphone inside the body oh nice that's, so that's so it's still got an acoustic pickup it's just not a piezo interesting <laughs> cool yeah. anyways what else <laughs> uh, do we have anything else um, wait
2: I do have one, one question yeah what's up so, so these things on I've like Oh yeah, on and like switches. Mm-hmm. I don't, I
1: don't know what these really do. So it's so, a lot of condenser mics have switches on them, and mm-hmm. depending on the mic, it might do one of various things. Like on on that, that's a warm audio mm-hmm. version of a akj four fourteen. Um, it's there. I think it's just called WA fourteen. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. But that one has two switches. I believe is the one that. One's type. one's polar pattern. Yeah. And the other one, the other one's a. Pad, pad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so usually the things you'll see on switches, you're gonna a pad is one of them, Mm -hmm. and all that is is, uh, it's it's padding the input. So like if you have a louder source and you don't want to overdrive it, or if it's a really subtle quiet source, it might have a way to boost the input. Um, so it's the difference between like having you sing into
0: it versus like having a trumpet player like blasting straight at this. Yeah, you, I
1: think typically you see it mm-hmm. like where they have it like set to zero and then it might have like a negative 10 or like a plus 10 yeah, or negative right. 20 or, you know, it's going to somewhere in there. Um, and then on that one, that's got polar patterns. So you can do like omni figure eight or or cardioid, cardioid? I think.
0: Yeah, cardioid figure um, eight
1: and then you yeah. and then some other ones like that blue mic there that one has switches on it too um and that and sometimes what you see is a um like a shelf on it like where you can yeah cut, cut the, the bass, bass or cut the treble typically cut the bass is what you see the most common
2: yeah all right cool
0: all right so that's all we have for, on microphones today um uh don't forget to check us out on patreon um also we still have merch at our taste spring store um uh check us out on your like subscribe what else am i missing buy a t-shirt buy a t-shirt uh oh, yeah. hey guys chris here uh we forgot to set up an uh, artist for this week a featured artist that said uh we are definitely still looking for artists to feature um if you would like to be featured on an episode uh hit us up. Uh you can go to either woodwirewatts.com or email us directly at woodwirewatts@gmail.com at gmail.com. To be featured, all you have to do is send us a song and send us a short video of you guys talking about the song. Um just something quick saying maybe like what uh equipment you used. Um I mean obviously we're a gear centric channel, so uh yeah if you, you could talk a little bit about the guitar stuff that'd be great. If not um, we can work something out. Yeah, just reach out, hit us up, find us on all the social medias, all that stuff. Thanks, guys. Just,
2: just if you can give us some reviews on stuff uh, like on the YouTube, Apple, yeah, yeah Apple, Spotify, uh, any any engagement you can kind of help give us will help mm-hmm. us reach a broader audience that that needs to hear this stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Wants
1: to- yeah. If you, if you if you guys see even if you guys like like half an episode or like you like certain parts of it. If you subscribe and then tell us what you did like, or you know, or w- or what you'd like to see on a future episode, that helps us out a lot. We know, gives us ideas of what we want to do.
2: It's not for our own vanity. Like we're not, we're not getting paid for any of this stuff. We don't, we're not monetized at all. We mm-hmm. we just want people to be able to learn from our, what we're
1: giving out we just we just like music and gear and bands and we and, and it's fun we enjoy talking, talking about it yeah, so it's fun talking to people and meeting folks Special and
2: algorithms like. that help that hold <laughs> us, hold things back yep so yep yep we
0: gotta we're also pretty close to being able to have our youtube url we need 20 more subscribers before we can get our youtube url so that'll that be could
1: come. could be any one of you
0: yeah yes <laughs> that sounded threatening
1: <laughs> now this sounds threatening
0: All right, with all that said, thanks for joining us on Woodwire Watts. Until
2: next time, tune up, crank the volume, let it rip.